Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Salt and Shadows. Trace the salt, embrace the shadow. Hello, Diana. Hey, Courtney. Welcome back to the podcast. We have our altar set. The joints have been lit. We are sipping on water today because we are hydrated witches. And bitches. Trying to be. Ah, So today we're going to be talking about this bridge between complete doubt. Diana and I both come from religious backgrounds and our upbringings and, you know, honestly... The, that type of religious faith, I would say, really turned us off of our belief in, in God or a higher power. It's just like, how could you believe in nothing? Like, nothing exists. Going through the existential crisis of being a teenager, at least that's what it was like for me personally. And then now we are also both people that completely believe in and trust in the universe and even are continuing working to surrender um, it's always a challenging dance, especially with this background. Um, I'm really excited for this conversation today, but as usual, we're going to start it off with some icebreaker topics. Icebreaker questions. I'm starting this today. <clears throat> okay. I don't know what the question is. This nope. is, this is fun. It's really not. Um, like, oh, it's, did I give you anxiety because I asked you on the spot? I mean, for a second, but I worked through it. Okay. Yeah. And I'm okay with that because you're a safe person to challenge me in that way. Well, and I knew if it was too much, you'd be able to tell me. Yeah. So, cool. Let's do it. I love you. (laughs) Aw, wow. You just made my heart be like a little (laughs) pitter-patter. So, okay. (sighs) Wow. Question. What was your favorite ice cream flavor as a child, and has it changed? Oh, Okay, so I can easily answer that my top two as a child was chocolate chip mint and bubble gum. Mm. Loved Mm. me like a bubble gum milkshake. Even today, I'm kind of like, ooh, that sounds good. But you know what bubble gum milkshake is? It's like, it's literal bubble gum. Like, and it just, there's all those bubble gum balls (laughs) at the bottom. Well, at least from this one ice creamery that I went to. They're not all that way. Yeah. Is it still my, would those be my go-to today? Not really, honestly. In this exact moment, I'm kind of like, mm, chocolate chip mint ice cream could be good. I'm on some kind of mint kick. I had mint hot chocolate. I really this love morning. chocolate mints. Yeah, it is yeah. one of my favorites today, too. So I think my classic go-to right now, though, is like 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 a ch- chocolate sea salt caramel. Mm. Oh, all good things. And or even like a vanilla. Mm-hmm. I like a good vanilla. Oh, heck yeah. Um, I'm not... Love a good vanilla. <laughs> I say that a lot because tan on, um, Queer Eye says oh. that a lot about everything. Oh. Love a good t-shirt. <laughs> Love a good cuff on those pants. So I try to say that all the time. <laughs> Love a good Love vanilla. a good vanilla. Yes. <laughs> so what is your favorite then? Like, same question back to you, please. Okay. So when I was a child, I really liked Goo Goo Cluster. Uh-oh, I don't know what that is. That's okay. It was a type <laughs> of candy made into a oh. ice cream. So it was chocolate. Was it a red wrapper? I I don't know. I don't okay. remember. Okay. Um, but it's chocolate ice cream with chocolate-covered peanuts and marshmallow ripple. 
really. And I really loved that. I like marshmallow a lot. But it, I do think it would be too sweet for me today. I usually go towards um, pistachio. I love oh. pistachio a lot. I, I don't really like having nuts in my ice cream, though, That's to fair. chew. Sure. Like, I would like the flavor if it was smooth. Mm-hmm. Do you like the nuts in? You could do in? pistachio gelato, and I don't think that that has mm. the nuts in it. I could be wrong, but I think I've had it without it. Um, I like it with, yes. I also like coconut flavors. I just had to look, I googled this Goo Goo Cluster bar, because I'm like, <laughs> what is this? Yeah, it's kind of like a, it's exactly that, a nougat little <clears throat> cluster bar. Yeah. Interesting. I, the ice cream for me was better than the candy, but yeah. Yeah, was, yeah, totally. It, to me, you know, that child mindset of I can have candy and ice cream all in one, then yes, I'm getting more out of this. So. Yeah. Yeah. Going all in. But you do like nuts in your ice cream? I do. Yeah. Do you like them in your cookies too? Not usually. Ice cream is okay. I don't like it in cookies or brownies. Oh my gosh, this is fascinating. Because for me, if it's in a cookie or a brownie, it's like a roasted nut (laughs) and it's cooked and it's fine. Like, it's okay. I've had to come around to it as an adult. Sure. But the ice cream, it like, it's it's like soggy and like kind of hard and get stuck in my teeth more. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Everybody has their thing. It's so true. I just... <laughs> I just needed to... about sauerkraut this time. <laughs> yeah, I really thought you were going to say sauerkraut ice cream. Uh, oh, that maybe, sounds like... Maybe a, someday. That sounds like a flavor salt and straw or somebody like that mm-hmm. has to do. That's a ice cream place out in Portland that does wild flavors. They had yeah. a guacamole once and it had like chips, like remnants of chips in it or something. Oh, wow. Like a guacamole ice cream. Like, no, that's not for me. <laughs> that is, are you thinking it's You're not a savory good? flavor ice cream girl, huh? What else is a savory flavor ice cream? Um... That's a good question. I mean, I know that they make similar flavors to that, the guacamole and stuff like that. I've seen some that are like strawberry and vinegar or things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've definitely seen balsamic type. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that is a good point. I I would say in general I do like my ice cream sweet. Yeah, right? Yeah. just seems like that's kind of how it's supposed to show up, but... Nuts are a little savory. Would you say nuts are a little savory? That's kind of why I like it. It breaks up the sweetness. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That makes a lot more sense now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad I could break down the reason why I love something to you. I needed that. I needed that, Diana. You needed to understand why. Exactly. This was something I could tolerate. Okay. Yeah. No, that's that's the reason right there. (laughs) I like, I really do have a profound curiosity for understanding where others are coming from. Oh, totally. Same. I I laugh because I do the same. (laughs) For sure. I I ask questions and people are like, can we just chill? And I just keep asking questions. (laughs) Well, and it can be so challenging to try and communicate that in a circumstance of, like, you know, if you're in an argument with someone that you, like, care about, like a spouse or a partner or a friend, and it's, like, 
I feel like that's a big part of our work is helping people be able to have hard conversations and show up for hard things so that we can be willing to get through things together. Yeah, for sure. I would say the, the biggest thing that gives me that ability is having taken the time to show up for myself as well. Mm-hmm recognizing that I'm worth showing up for and giving time. And the more I have understood that about myself, it's given me the ability to show up and make space for others as well. It sounds like what you're saying is that when you make the time to have a genuine understanding for yourself, then it grants you more capabilities to be able to have that understanding for someone else as well. Yeah, for sure. I also wonder how it ripples out into the rest of the world, like harder things. Like if, if in general, our leaders in the world, very general blanket statement here, but learned how to actually genuinely have conversations and understand where each other is coming from for the greater good of everyone in some way, shape, or form. Of course, there's always going to be nuances, um, there's no one blanket statement for all, but it's like that's when you we would actually start to see shifts in the world rather than just like, you know, pointing fingers and saying he says, she says, they say BS. <laughs> yeah, for sure. There's definitely a need for the ability to have stability and compassion. Mm-hmm. And to have both of those things in the same space. I think it also halts uh, gossip and drama. Because when you're being completely honest and you're just really genuinely trying to understand where someone was coming from, then there's no, like, assuming and shit-talking and possibly, I don't know. I think there still is because I think there's still a great discomfort with vulnerability. Yeah, and ju- and and gossip comes a lot from judgment, like self judgment. Yeah, yeah, the way we judge ourselves or the way we judge others. Yeah, that can be a hard one to accept. And oh, for sure, it was Brene Brown's work for me that she talks a lot about, like studies that she's done and working with all these people that that the research just directly correlates with that. Like you only judge others on things that you would actually be judging yourself for. Absolutely. It doesn't, it make sense. I mean, you don't give a fuck about what you don't give a fuck about. Like, Yeah. 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 The things that mirror back to you experiences that can either be relatable or something that you need to deny because that's not a part of what you consider reality. And when you need to deny it about yourself, when that's something you can't really consider as part of your reality, it automatically brings up that response to deny it in others. Mm. Unless we have really taken the time to do the work to process the parts of ourselves that feel they need to be denied. Or we feel we need to deny is what I mean to say on that. Hmm. Is that, would you say that that's like a flicker of shadow, essentially? Oh, definitely. We're definitely going to be talking about shadow work more probably in another uh, 
next episode is what we were thinking. I think it's going to roll that way. Yeah, probably. I'm just really excited for that topic. But do you want to start at all, like, today talking a bit about our backgrounds, maybe, on, you know, like I kind of touched on in the beginning, our complete doubt, like, being turned away from, like, having any doubt and possibly how that affected our lives for a while and... Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um... Where do I start? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's, for myself, there's so many details I could get into, but I'm going to try to just kind of keep it to the highlights because I feel that it definitely was a large part of my adulthood is coming back from a place of rediscovering who I am and why that's okay. And that it needs to be understood that we can be individuals and still believe in the same divine Mm. that we don't need to fall under a certain category of acceptance to be, accepted by certain communities I like I really like that phrase believe in the same divine wow um the religion I grew up in was incredibly conservative and restricting um and very limiting on what I was allowed to imagine for myself um within that When I was 19, I was um, excommunicated from that faith. And 14, you said? 14? 19. 19. 19. 19. Thanks. Um, And that was a process in and of itself. However, I was kind of set up in this situation where I had no community. And Mm -hmm. so... I was very socially awkward and not at all present to really accept what God could be at that time. Mm. I was still very much still responding off of old conditioning with what I had been taught and fears and um, also just dealing with my own heartbreak for the whole situation. So a lot of it felt very uncomfortable and... I avoided it for a long time. When I did start following my own path with faith, it still felt like a challenge. It still felt in a lot of ways that I couldn't quite connect, but there was still a similarity in what I was learning that also made me feel like it was easier to transition into that and still have something I could call my own instead of it being something that was spoken for by an organization of believers. Mm. Um, And yet still, even within those places where I was feeling more connection, because I feel I was allowing myself to show up more authentically as who I was, I was in a place where I could start really understanding more of who I was. I still had a lot of, trauma and fear and pain that was ruling over a lot of my decision-making processes and um, 
still blocking my ability to allow much more from myself beyond that because um, a lot of my safety had been taken away. Mm-hmm. And so I was, I was spending a lot of those years trying to recover that. Mm. <clears throat> and in the only way I really knew, you know, yeah, having, you know, quick friendships that would just go super deep, super quickly, and then just kind of crash because mm-hmm. I, I didn't really know how to have a continuation of relationship. Mm-hmm. And I feel that in a lot of ways, that's kind of how I would feel with my relationship towards who God was. Mm. I would start down a path and then I would get to this place where I didn't recognize it as such, but I couldn't get past previous programming. Mm. And I would just get super uncomfortable because to go any further, I would need to really understand what faith meant. And that part took a long time for me because that was the point that I had to start understanding trust and trust in myself and my decisions to pursue that um, and to be vulnerable in that, to step forward in something that I couldn't necessarily explain to others or that was very scary for me. Yeah. Um, but I went to so far to this place of, shutting myself in a corner trying to find safety that I came to a place in my life where I was like, I can't go any farther down this path. And when I made that choice of like to really just kind of drop everything and just start doing and following exactly what called to me, that's when I truly started feeling this newfound trust and ability within myself to know what it is I wanted to know, Mm -hmm. to see clearly the things that I couldn't quite answer for myself before because I wasn't really allowing those things within my life because they weren't really allowable. Mm -hmm. So once I took all of these expectations off of myself and I just dropped whatever thoughts or fears were holding me back and not allowing me to just be who I was and go after the things that I was really curious about. Once that happened, I feel there was, that was the bridge Mm. that helped me step over that place that I would keep getting to. And then I'd have to start all over again because I didn't know how to go any farther. I had to really drop those expectations and those doubts and those fears And just say, like, I need to just give this a chance. Like, this is worth it. Like, this makes my heart and my spirit feel excited. This is worth it. I need to... You can feel it in your being. Exactly. You can't say no. Right. It's something that I'm just drawn to. Why why is that wrong? You know, I really started questioning that within myself and coming to those places of, like, if this is something that feels so natural to me, why is that a bad thing why can I not go towards the things that naturally feel they connect me to whoever divine is for me Mm -hmm. so of course it's always a process and that process looks different for everybody but for me it was just really giving myself a chance like really giving myself a chance and showing up and going we're just gonna we're going to try 
what's the worst that can happen? Yes. And honestly, there wasn't a worse. There was always something encouraging and positive that I was going towards. I had my own, you know, sadness to work through. That wasn't going to go anywhere, but actually feeling like there was hope and support and actual loving guidance Mm -hmm. from the universe, it felt so very different than what I felt energetically towards who God can be before. Hey everyone, if you like what you're hearing today, you can access a free download that we created called the Damaged Daughters Download, Five Characteristics of a Damaged Daughter. Courtney, what does that even mean? Well... We realize that we have a lot in characteristics, I guess you will say, that we share. And we've decided to dissect them, to go deeper, to offer you a guide as your safe passage within your own self. And it has many different layers. We've kind of fused self-care and tarot. Those are our specialties. And it just takes you through some different energies. Does this sound like you? If so, now what? Try this self-care support tip. And if you want to go deeper, here is how. Yeah, absolutely. And especially if you are new to either self-care or tarot, it really gives you a little preview of how these things work in succession of how to understand yourself better and really develop a better relationship with yourself. So you can head over to either of our link in bio on Instagram where you can get the goods and find your flow. Now back to the show. Yeah, isn't that was it? was a mouthful. <laughs> no, it's good. It's so hard to try and really like pinpoint it down like because – I just think of earlier versions of myself that were in complete doubt, like the cynical version, like me being like 19, 20 years old and just being like, the world sucks, like the money is evil, everyone is greedy and hates each other and we're all going to hell, so like really, like why not be a nice person and just make the best of it or whatever. And... Kind of sounds like hell already. (laughs) Yeah, and it's just fascinating to think of, like, that version of me think looking at me now, and I'm like, yeah, I have complete faith in the universe, and I am, I know that I am utterly supported by guides and ancestors, and it's like, suffering has has ceased in a, in a new way. Like, it's not that I don't feel negative things anymore, but I experience them in a different way. And the depths of which I've explored those emotions, I think is the reason for that. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But as we had kind of touched on in our last episode, like it's so, the process is scary. Like it is scary and you really have to, take just take that step and that leap when whatever that is for you and you have to find your why not what is the greater vision that you have for your life and what you want and you have to be able to believe it for yourself and step out there and everybody is different like we can't tell you what your what you have to do but like we give you these tools like try talking to yourself that made me feel awkward as fuck (laughs) at first or try asking asking out into the space it talking to nobody I was so like oh for sure so 
embarrassed and self-conscious about that even when I'm in the room a room by myself like and now I'm like I don't give a fuck if somebody hears me talking to myself like yes bitch I am talking to me like please don't like I matter (laughs) um but yeah it's it's just it's it's an interesting thing and I just want to encourage I really I have this fiery passion to want to encourage more people to just like why like to just check it out like I was following your heart is going to be a chance no matter what yeah oh and one thing that I has been a big motto for me in my life is like especially being depressed for so much of my life and like even I I don't necessarily want to go as far as to say suicidal especially if my grandma's listening because I don't want to give her a heart attack (laughs) We're okay, Grammy. Yes. We're okay now. (laughs) But I have explored the depths of depression, and I really, something I have always said is that I really feel like the world makes it easy to feel down. Like, it's pretty easy to get completely swallowed up in the woes of the fucking world, and why not rise to the challenge of making something different of your life, of like of striving my whole thing was striving to be happy and throw, show up authentically like being able to say like I'm not having a good day and that's also okay and can be held and it's not like oh my gosh like why like you know yeah yeah for sure I know I I believe that in some ways the ways that we hold ourselves back from who we truly want to be is mm-hmm something that can affect the like symptom no no no. go ahead I'm so sorry (laughs) it's okay we have an important announcement in one moment but go ahead go ahead to affect the symptoms of our mental health as well by not truly being able to see our own light and follow our own path yeah I I think that that mental health piece, especially with depression and anxiety, I just, I really do feel like it is your, the deepest part of your soul reaching out to touch you and say like, hey, please pay attention to me. Like, I want you here with me. Right. And there are so many various ways to show up for yourself. And I absolutely know how it feels completely impossible when you are just feeling down. And that's where it takes, like, a tiny little inch by inch. You can't, like, look at the big picture of, like, trying to live a happy, fulfilled life and have, like, these crazy dreams for yourself. Like, maybe you can if you're really visual and you like dreaming and, like, some things. But if you're, like, truly, really depressed and in that state, you're not going to – you're just going to want to maybe feel like getting out of bed in the morning. Mm-hmm. It would be a great start. Sure. You can keep it simple. And you can also do hard things. Yes. I think we don't hear enough that we are so capable. Yeah. I mean, of course, honor yourself if you don't feel up to the task for that day or for any day. But also, if you do feel up to it, you can do it. Yeah. You've got this. Look at you living, breathing, this miracle of being a human being. Absolutely. And it really brings in, you know, just even starting, planting that seed, it really brings in so much of this talk very naturally because you start seeing 
the foundations that are set up for yourself within what supports you. You start recognizing if the people around you truly support you and who you are. And then you start recognizing that you may need to have boundaries and you may need to find some new friendships that can support you in this time Mm -hmm. where you do feel especially vulnerable. And it just kind of, it happens that way. Snowballs a bit. Yeah, it just naturally, you start recognizing these things within your life. And it it could be small shifts, it can be large shifts, but any shift can be something that can truly change your life. Every little bit counts. Yeah. I feel that's another thing I'm constantly saying. Every little bit counts. It's actually what got me into moving at all in the first place. Like five minutes here, five minutes there. Um, and it adds up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It all matters. It doesn't have to be some outstanding change. Yeah. Yeah. Just something that just makes, and also looking at it even as like, how can I show up for myself today? Or what's something I can give myself today that's completely like unplanned or sometimes like you can think about that like giving you gifting yourself something in the day or I like to I really like taking care of my future self I think that's fun because I'm an Enneagram 7 and I'm a constant forward thinker and it's uh, easier for me to live in the future than it is the present which is also probably why I took up a Zen practice (laughs) in some subconscious way to help keep me grounded um but I love taking care of my future self in little ways like at night especially cleaning up the apartment a little bit I have part of my morning routine um when I'm like oil pulling I will go around and clean things up in my apartment but at night sometimes and just cleaning up it's it's actually being in a routine of cleaning up as I go and doing these little things and I Mm -hmm. always do it in with the mindset like for my future self it makes such a big difference yeah for sure (laughs) and it may also be those moments where you can't clean and you have all of these things and you're no longer going to hold on to guilt for that. Yeah. You're not going to make yourself, you know, you're not going to hold shame or guilt for not being able to hold everything together perfectly. It's a hard one to work through, but you will get there. (laughs) I mean, even that can just be a small shift that leads to more and more for you because that is where a lot of people are starting just by being able to sidestep the shame and guilt of what they feel they should be doing and sticking with and like staying active and productive. Just that first step of, of allowing yourself to not always have to be there and show up. Yeah. It is so equally important. Mm. I feel like I was going to share something else right there, but it may have rolled out the window of my brain. Those brain windows. Yeah, leave them open. Those drafts come in. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, that alarm went off on my phone uh, about five minutes ago, and thankfully my my phone is actually like six minutes slow. I just found this out the other day, and that's great news for me because I'm perpetually late. So if my phone's six minutes fast... Oh, yeah. So then I'm you're like, not as late. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a really great window. It's oh. helped... It saved my ass a few times. That's awesome. Yeah. Ah, what were we saying before that, though? I'm... My brain. 
It's not the joints. It's not the joints. It's definitely not the joints. Um, more about giving ourselves space, giving ourselves permission. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But no, we, I said that my alarm went off on my phone and it oh, was yes, because that. Lunar Babes. They are launching their second hoodies. Those hoodies are badass. These two witches are badass. You guys have to check them out. Lunar Babes on Instagram. There is a, what do you call that thing down low? Underscore. (laughs) There is an underscore between their names. They're out. No, green or black. Oh, I want black. You're going to order it right now? Is it past noon? It's in people's carts, so I'm putting it in my cart. Oh, definitely add it to your cart. So it's these two witches that are best friends, and they showcase their art and their adventures through the Pacific Northwest, and one of them is absolutely obsessed with summer, the other winter. They are just so eclectic and cute, and they make creations and sell them, and they've been doing apparel this year, and I think I think we can safely speak on behalf of the community that everyone is in love with these sweatshirts and their art and the stickers and watching these two beauties grow. It's really, really beautiful. For sure. And inspiring. I just love these two so much. And they also skate. They skateboard. And I'm we're trying to have a skate date. I'm stoked for that. That would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I want to get a large, please. we're actually ordering and shopping while podcasting oh my gosh the don't you think a comfy cozy big oversized sweatshirt is just do you prefer that or do you like a snug fit sweatshirt what's your style I like big and comfy big and comfy I've never really understood like the small cozy fit of a sweatshirt because I get claustrophobic. It's hard to get out of those. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, your girls got girls. <laughs> so, same. Like, I need my space. Yeah. Room to breathe. Yes. Fabulous. Well, I think this sounds like a great place to leave us today. We had a lot of really great conversation. I hope that we gave you some nice tips for really just starting to lean into following your life's path, opening yourself up to opportunities from the universe. And I guess at some point, we're going to have to talk about what happens when you start to open yourself up more. I mean, even especially starting from a depressed place, but like really starting to feel empowered and the synchronicities, the little synchronicities and divine things that happen. Yeah, for sure. Because it's wild the way things just start to fall into place when you are living in alignment with your life's path Um, in all the little ways that it happens. I don't just say that. I truly don't say that from just a privileged place. So we will be discussing that at some point in the future. I think our next episode is going to be diving more into shadow work. Uh, Feel free to hit that subscribe button and tune into us so that you know when it drops next. And as always, you can find Diana and I via our social media areas, self-care creature, 
and safe passage tarot with underscores between the words. Cheers, y'all. Bye-bye.